Welcome back, everyone, to the Reflex Blue Show. I'm your host, Donovan Berry, still recording from the How Design Live 2018 here in the Heinz Convention Center in wonderful Boston. And our today's host, Tosh Hall and Grace Dawson, you guys have been checking out the chowder. <laughs> yes. I, I hear that you guys have been spending the entire conference eating chowder about four meals a day. And, and you're about to tell us which the best one is so far. We've got a day left. In, 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 I assume it's all in walking distance because oh. it's probably not what they're serving from the vending machine. Absolutely. <laughs> there, there should be vending machines of chowder. Grace and I were just talking about how no one seems to recognize the chowder chowder joke from The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one? Oh, no, but I should. I mean, I'm a big Simpsons fan. I mean, my dog's yeah, name okay. even Homer. There you go. So it's when uh, Mayor Quimby has his cousin in, who is clearly one of the Kennedys, and he has a fight with the waiter, who's French, about the correct pronunciation of chowder. And the Frenchman says, Chaldea. And the uh, nephew of, of uh, Quimby mm -hmm. says, Chowda. Yeah. Say it, Chowda, Chowda, Chowda. Anyway, so Grace and I have been going around. We're not really here for the conference at all. We're here to sample chowder of Boston. And we've so far had chowder every, every lunch and are looking forward to it in the next 45 minutes to go to the what could be the best chowder place. Mm -hmm. ChowderCon 2018. ChowderCon. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and so which which is the best one so far? Can't say, don't know, still looking. Oh. Well, then, other question. You guys have a hobby of packaging, I guess, right? Some sort of, like, it's a hobby of your guys is doing packaging. Sort of. Which, which chowder has been packaged the best that you've seen? Are there, like, they all come in bowls. <laughs> oh, or cups. But you get the little crack oyster crackers. Yeah, like an oyster cracker. Yeah. Okay, but but just probably just white bowls. They're not even like branded. We went to one across the way from the Sheridan that had had writing around the lip. Summer Shack. That yeah. was pretty good. It was kind of vintage vibes. That was cute. Yeah, they had a good lobster roll. Mm. Okay, would that win a Die Line Award? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we only won one for third place, so we're probably not speakers yet. But yeah, yeah, we don't know. We're not experts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leave that to Andrew and Jessica. <laughs> yeah, and we miss Andrew. We, 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 hope, we, we, hope, we hope to see him next year. Yes, yeah. of course. Your firm, JKR, Jones, Knowles, and... Richie. Richie. Yes. So you work at a law firm. We do. <laughs> Jones, Knowles, Richie. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. That's right. We should put an Esquire on there. Oh. Yeah. No, it's a... We, we work in an what's agency. The, what's the proper pronunciation of Esquire? Esquire. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, I'm still I'm still in school for my lawyering, but yeah, we we work for the firm JKR, also known as Jones Knowles Ritchie, started by three founders in 1990 in London: Joe Jones, Andy Knowles, Ian Ritchie. Andy Knowles and Ian Ritchie are still in the business in London. In fact, I was on a Skype with them this morning. Uh, Grace started in our London office what ten years ago, seven years ago, um, eight years ago, somewhere between seven and, and ten. It's, it's in fact eight. Uh, okay. That. Based on quick math, that, that checks out. That, that does check out. And Grace came over to our New York office, which was founded in 2012, what, maybe three years ago? Three years ago, correct. Three years ago. And so I uh, started in London in 1990. My business partner, Sarah Hyman, was the first to start in New York in 2012, Agency of One. Now there's about 75 or 80 of us there. We also have offices in Singapore, Shanghai, and a couple satellite offices that are yet to be named other regions well I would I would I would push for Omaha Nebraska <laughs> where I'm from I would say that is obviously the the next location based on everything well we, we were going to but we already hear there's an Oracle there 
So, uh, yeah, but, but this thing's taken. And, and I believe his big event is uh, is this upcoming weekend. It's it's the big shareholder meeting. It will be this weekend. Will you be there? Actually, I will be. Exciting. <laughs> for for a part of it, they got a big trade show. They show all their brands. They seem to have a number of them. Yes. You can buy cheap dilly bars from Dairy Queen there. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't think they sell chowder. It's too bad. We don't. We refuse to go unless there are regional delights. In the chowder belt. I would also <laughs> not recommend Omaha is the top place to go for looking for chowder. No. No, we do not have a large body of water by us. There are some nice seafood places, but it's not. It's not its natural. Here's a good cuisine. place for a steak. We have cows. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I like a. I like a nice steak. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be right back with uh, with Tosh and Grace. So the other thing about conferences, other than getting chowder, there yes. seems to be a lot of beverage consumption at these things. And so I wanted to bring you guys on because you guys seem to be very good at packaging the beverages. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys, I mean, I know, I know you guys have done a lot of work for Bud, Bud Light, probably their current bottles, I assume. Yes. Okay. I'm, I never know because I don't know how often they change the bottles. <laughs> like I haven't seen one like in the last three days, so I don't know if they're like four <laughs> packages removed from what no, you did. I think that uh, we were reading a statistic on Sunday. I think they do 41 million bottles of beer in America alone every day. I, I I'm get. I'm assuming that's probably one of your most produced works of design. Then well, we do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I mean, but I mean, because I mean, there's 41 million units of it. In terms like, of mass, that like in terms fun. of mass, is that like? I don't know. What, I think what would be the most out there. I think that would probably be a good start. Budweiser is one of the biggest brands in the world, and we have, I would imagine, our work is in most countries in the world, which is pretty cool. And that's you know one of the things that have put our New York studio on the map, I think. They were our first client, our founding client. We've been working with them for about six years, doing great stuff. That's uh, good, because seven years ago, their bottles were terrible. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's, but, you know, one of the things that we do is we always think that we can continue to make things better. And so we've had clients, like, in some iteration or, or other, we've had the same clients for 28 years. We, we had new clients, but we're not an agency that likes to do a project move through it and move on. We like to build long-term relationships. So in some way or fashion, we've been working with the guys that now end up being Budweiser for years. And so packaging products or creating brands or building brand identities or doing uh, communications around some of the biggest brands in the world is what we do. Now, on, on a scale like that, like there's, there's a lot of microbrews popping up, craft brews everywhere. A lot of design agencies do these. I'm sure you know it's like, hey, we need this in like probably a month, two months, because we're just going to roll it out. But but you're talking about as I said, the largest one of the largest brands there is. What's the time frame on that? Like like you guys don't do like you know a couple comps and the things on in the market in a month. I assume I assume there's a there's a time. Well, it's different. We try to do things faster and faster and faster. I mean, one of the jokes recently is speed, but I, speed but I mean, is the new black. But, <laughs> but I mean, just dealing with a company that large, they they don't want to just not test something. I assume. Well, it depends. One of the you know main things we did in 2014 was the global redesign of Budweiser, and that had to work across the world. So in the United States, it's 140 years old. In China, it's 40 years old. In Brazil, it's four years old. So we have to make it work in every single market. And the equities that people have and what they recognize in each market is slightly different. But that did take a long time, and that involved a lot of work, and it was about an 18-month process and we tested it in seven countries. 
and the work that you see out today is based on that initial work. On the other hand, we create things for promotions that don't get tested, that are great ideas, and we have a wonderful client who will bring that to life, whether that's 90-story billboard for the Olympics, a series of uh, illustrations for the Olympians, beautiful packaging for summer, or in the case of the America can, that was not tested. That's just a brave client saying yes. Yeah, because they did, what year was that? That was just- 2016. 2016, Budweiser rebranded their, their what's, what's referred to as Bud Heavy, I believe, mm -hmm. as America. Yes. And I remember, I saw you guys present at the Dyeline Awards last year, and the thing that struck me was, was you said that they brought on an ad agency to finally roll it out, roll out your works at the well, end. And, and they wanted to, they're like, what if we call it America? Or they're, they're you know, pitching ideas, not necessarily going to go that route. But, but you mentioned that we, take, we took it very seriously and we've been working on it 18 months. Well, the, the overall rebrand was 18 months. And a lot of the ideas for how to continue to innovate and create activations for the brand came out of some of the initial ideas. We've been working with Anomaly, who's our ad agency, for a long time. And what often happens with a lot of clients these days, and Budweiser's one of them, is they have a large collective of agencies that are specialists in different areas. We specialize in, in design and what design can do. And other agencies sometimes specialize in communications that are not design-based. And what we do best is we partner with agencies in the service of the brand to try to create the best thing. So. We did take America very seriously, and what was interesting about it is that we, we kind of were so sincere about what we thought Budweiser was, what it is, and what it means, and where it comes from, and obviously it's so iconic that you can change everything on the package, every single thing. We changed everything, all the words. Some people think it's just Budweiser to America, but we changed the King of Beers to E Pluribus Unum. We changed Anheuser-Busch Inc. to Freedom and Liberty for All. We changed the Creed, that has been 140 years old, to Oh Say Can You See. We changed world-renowned Budweiser Lager Beer to something else that I can't remember at the top of my head. 1776. That was the founding date, 1776. We did some other things. But every single piece of the, the label, 14 pieces of bespoke typography, were changed to reflect the creed and credo of the United States. We thought it made perfect sense. It is the most American brand in the world, and it represents you know, freedom and authenticity. What we didn't realize is that would create conversations, and the people would spend six months talking about it. And it was, it was a little shocking for us, even so that the then presidential candidate mentioned it and took credit for the work, which I thought was amazing. Oh, so that was done by a president then? It was done. Sometimes you have to freelance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we, we all have contractors that we use. I mean, you guys obviously have a larger budget if that's who you're using. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, you know, the King of Beers requires the best copywriters and idea men out there. So The very best. The very best. The very best. Well, I, I will say that moving all those pieces around, it was still very recognizable as Budweiser because, because as you mentioned, the brands, they, they, they just rolled that out in the U.S. market or did they roll that out in one of their other... Just other in the U.S. Market? Just in the U.S. It's just in the U.S., yeah. And how long was that? I mean, it, did, it, did it go six months? Did it go three months? The summer. The summer of 2016. Oh, it was only one summer. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if, they, they, if it extended. I forget. I, don't, I obviously don't buy Bud Heavy. You should. Well... I should, maybe. There you go. It tastes better. I, well, I don't buy Bud Light either. So. <laughs> well, that's a shame. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I know. No, actually, I think I think we did that brewery tour on my on my anniversary, like way way back, and um, in Fort Collins, and they they give you the the beer where it's made that day. Yeah, it's good. When it's the best, 
and and they give you the the bud light and the bud heavy and then they're like which one do you like more and everyone's like oh we like the bud heavy better every everyone likes it more but yet it doesn't sell the same it takes 30 days to make it it's very tasty when you get it on the 30th day freshest day out of the brewery and it's cold it's amazing so you guys just have it shipped in overnighted right to your office oh we have the it's amazing because or or did you say you know what in lieu of payment we just want an entire brewing operation in our office just have the Clydesdales and the broodmasters hanging out in our office yeah that'd be good <laughs> no but really we do uh they're they're a great client what they do is they they drive the budweiser truck to our office every friday and the budweiser truck is designed also by us so it has the beautiful livery that we created and out comes guys in uniforms that are wearing logos that we made carting beer of our various varieties of flavors into our office and uh, we're always we always have uh, more beer than you can drink which is great yeah that's that's not that's not the worst problem to have in an agency <laughs> I guess no so and they uh, and then and then um, I think I think they also did like I think at the plant if they, they give everyone cases there if they did well it was like a safety case I don't know yeah I think that the, at the they do a lot of payment. Louis, they do a lot of payment in alcohol I believe that people can, can they have an allotment of cases that they can have all right. I don't know what our allotment is, but it's a lot. Okay. And last year, I think, was it was it at AIGA? You guys handed out Budweiser to everyone who went to your talk? Oh, that was at Howe. Yeah. That was at Howe? That yeah. was at Howe. That was an ice cold bit. What time was it? Like 12? 11.30 a.m. I think America's that was one everyone. of the most tweeted talks I'd ever seen. Oh, Every, very good. Everyone, everyone was, I, I opened up my Twitter and I was like, oh, I, I, I guess... Uh, I guess the people at that law firm, that JKR place, are uh, are the talk to go to. Yeah. Definitely the talk to go to. This year, it was standing room only. We could not repeat ourselves by giving Budweiser, so we gave custom printed donuts from Dunkin' Donuts, which is another one of our clients. And the audience could literally ingest the key points of my talk. Oh wow! Yeah. So when you when you say take your talk, take take what we give you, take with it away you, with you. You mean like take it with you in your belly. <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to be right back with, uh, with Tosh and Gray. So you're here at Howe, and, and you guys have got to speak early. So you guys actually have been seeing some of the conference then because you got to know. What was, what was the talk about? What's, what's, the, what's, the current, what's the current spiel? Well, last year we went on the fourth day, which was good because we were able to see the conference and see everything and kind of make it a little topical. This time, we're on the first day, which means that we're done early and we can enjoy the rest of the conference, which has been great. Especially because you'll probably be sick on chowder. <laughs> Not sick yet. Still okay. enjoying the chowder. But this year's talk was about, we haven't changed, the world has. So one of the themes of the, the conference is about the future and what design can mean. And so what I talked about this conference was the power of a designer as the world changes around us. So. We use you know, Budweiser as a proxy, and one of the reasons America is so recognizable when you change everything is that it's an icon, it's had a label that's been in the same look and feel for 140 years. So what do we do in our world where you can take icons, you can evolve them to make them relevant, but you can use the brand equities towards the future? And we believe that designers are well-placed as the media landscape changes and the world changes around us if we can stick to what we're good at and stick to being consistently great at design. But design is changing, and what design means and its influence is evolving over time. So if you apply the principles of what makes great design, you can kind of do anything in these days, which is exciting. Okay, so so I don't have to change on anything. I'm just gonna stay exactly as I am. Yes. Am I, am I reading this wrong? You stay the same. And I eat donuts. 
You should definitely have donuts. Okay. So did you guys, what, what are you doing for Dunkin' Donuts? What, what's, did you guys do the, the, the current stuff that's there or just? No, Dunkin' is, a, is one of our new clients. Very excited to start working with them. So keep your eyes peeled. Okay, there is one near our house-ish. So they, they, they pop up in Omaha and then they pop up like six of them in Omaha. You know, how, you know how the chains come through. They don't bring in one, they bring in friends. You gotta bring your friends. Yeah. Well, it's not called a baker's dozen for nothing. <laughs> I don't think there's 13 locations yet, but not yet. we'll work on it. Yes. And they are based here in Boston. I believe this they is their are. headquarters. They are based in Boston, yes. Because they're literally next, I mean, they're right outside the, the yeah. conference entrance. The bespoke donuts that we brought in for the talk were baked and like created in the Duncan offices up in Canton, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Brought in fresh yeah. for the How Design Live crowd. Do they also take 30 days to bake? No. No, they don't. Okay. Fresh, fresh, fresh. <laughs> no. That's a, it's, it's not as long of a process, I don't think, as, as Budweiser's aging, but just as tasty. Yeah, you don't want a 30-day aged donut, I don't believe. That might be an innovation. We're going to work on that. Like a yeah. beer donut? Yeah, a beer donut. Mm. A 30-day aged beer donut. <laughs> I would... I think I think I think you could do some nice uh, packaging for that. Yes, yes. Well, the world is our package. Yeah. What 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 are you guys working on right now? What's what's new? Well, we talked about lots of things. I think one of the one of the things that we were pretty excited about is Grace runs the J Care Foundation, and what we do is we take on pro bono work. And so one of the things we did was uh, uh, through one of our mutual friends on Budweiser. One of the ad agency partners at Anomaly suggested us to help uh, a charter school in Harlem called Harlem RBI expand and create a new identity that can take them beyond Harlem into South Bronx, into Newark, maybe into Baltimore. And it's a great, it's a great program that started out in 1990 as an empty lot in Harlem called the most dangerous block in New York. And the founder convinced the city to give it to him, built a baseball diamond on it. And the most dangerous block then became a place for children to play. They played, eventually they learned, they created a school for them, and they taught them how to grow. And so now we're expanding that program nationwide. And so we changed the name from Harlem RBI to Dream because the location of the field was called the Field of Dreams, where kids can play. Oh, sure. It was amazing. And so we worked on an identity project for them and created amazing collateral uniforms and school materials and wayfinding and signage and identity work. And we shared that case which was great. We also talked about some work we've been doing in London, which is amazing on kind of pushing the boundaries of what craft can do. So typically you think about craft in the design sense as illustration, as photography, as typography, as crafting, really nice logo. We're pushing the envelope to what design can do into spaces where we have identities that move and a lot more moving image and motion. And so we're super excited to show a couple of cases on Miller Harris, which is a fragrance house in London. A fragrance house? Fragrance house. Okay. Beautiful fragrances. We did a launch for them that was all in motion and experience and a place that you can go to, which was exciting, out of our London studio. And we also did a startup called The Gut Stuff, which is an amazing identity based on the two twins that started it, the Mac twins. They're identical twins. But inside them, they have different microbiomes. And so they're telling the story about even though they're identical, their guts are not. Now, so, now this is the case is, is this the case for all identical twins, isn't it, or not? It's the case for all people. Full people. So okay, that's what I mean. When, when you said like, like it was their thing, it, making sure that it's not like they're a unique thing. This is everybody. Has no, in fact, they're, they're identical. They're genetically okay. identical, but their guts are different. And I think I saw something about that on one of those like Law and Order shows because oh, yeah. they they had like they had like multiple 
like identical people doing the same type of crime and they had to use like the mutt grind, you know, whatever to find other ways to, to determine which one it was. Because oh, wow. if you can't pinpoint who did it, they couldn't, you know. Oh, we should do like a gut stuff law and order edition. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we just did some amazing work uh, based on the gut stuff, which is the two Mac twins telling their story about gut health. And the gut health is kind of on the tip of everyone's tongue these days, talking about how that can really affect your brain, affect your DNA, affect your world. And so what we did was created a beautiful identity system that's always moving, and it's based on a very simple idea of a balloon representing the gut, and it always moves. And so that was something we shared, which was exciting, and it's all... What, now, what does the Gut Foundation do? The gut stuff is, the, is, is these two twins that tells the story of, of how you can live a life that is more focused on better eating, better health. So are they selling books? Like, are it's they like an like... education piece, so I think that... Okay, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah so, I'm so just they're... trying to figure out. I, I like it. I'm just trying, like, like, what are they selling? They're I not think... just selling the gut stuff. No, it's no they're, they're, it's, it's uh, they're selling education, ed communication, okay. telling the story about uh, what a microbiome and what your gut can do and how it's good to, to kind of live a certain way. They did a, a collaboration uh, with the Supper Club in New York and uh, tell the story of... of you know, it's kind of rising to the top of the conversation about what is good and how you can consider your gut as a as a as a way for for your health. And so we help them communicate that. Okay, that makes more sense. I was just something that was missing for me. So. Oh, go on the internet and check it out. <laughs> All right, and I'm and, and also go and eat a lot of chowder and see how that affects your gut in the best way possible. <laughs> okay. Well, Tosh, Grace, thank you very much for your time. Um, and it was great. It was great talking to you here. Sure. Great to see you. Uh, nice we'll to see get you again. to the next time. Yes. How 2019? Here we come. It's Chicago. I hear. I hear they're going to Back Chicago. Back to Chicago. But a different location. I hear different. A different place. I'm not sure. It's, I just hear it like third hand. So don't don't quote me. And I assume it's probably online somewhere by now. But I don't know. I'm still enjoying How Boston. We'll see. Mm -hmm. All right. One one more day. And and tonight, uh, you guys go to the big event. Johnny Cupcake is DJing it. I don't know. We're we're going to the Debbie Millman party. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's after that. It's like it, the closing party is like nine to eleven or something. And it's uh, I think Johnny Cupcake is spinning his own vinyl. Oh, Interesting. Wow. Wow. I'll be there with uh, customer donuts if you need me. All right. Well, I I probably will have that time. Excellent. Thanks much. Thanks, Donovan. Thank the Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Murray is hosted at thirty six point dot com. Music by Dust Lab. Find out more at myspace.com slash dustlab.